You're listening to Through the Fire Podcast, where we talk about trauma, transparency, and triumph. Has a life-altering event left you confused, broken, and bruised? Guess what? You're not alone, and this is not the end. Join us as we discuss experiences with traumatic and tragic seasons, what we're learning, how we're overcoming, and how you can too. We're your hosts, Montez Dove and Cedricia Thomas, and we're talking beauty for ashes, y'all. Okay, part four, season two wrap up part four. So these were the episodes from this past April where we talked about trauma bonding, transferred trauma, blame it on the trauma, and when trauma collides. So this was our trauma series, Miss Moni. And so we talked about a few good things. The first episode, we talked a little bit about trauma bonding and what that looks like. And so trauma bonding really occurs when we have someone who is being traumatized, maybe someone who is causing the trauma. And there's just this challenge of really parting ways. You know, whether the person is just trying to keep the peace, whether the person isn't wanting to make maybe the abuser or the aggressor mad, so they stay in the relationship or they stay connected to the person. So we have trauma bonding in that way. And then I put a twist on it saying that sometimes we can come in contact with people, whether this be a platonic relationship, a romantic relationship, where we may have similar traumas, similar experiences, and those things can bond us as well. And so the next thing we know Maybe we weren't supposed to be in relationship with that person. Maybe our traumas, unhealed traumas brought us together. And so we were feeding off of each other. And so we talked a little bit about that um, with trauma bonding, Miss Moni. You remember that episode? I sure do. I sure do. And um, in that episode, Dreesy, we were talking about how actually a person can be in an abusive relationship and not really even know it. Yeah. So, you know, we were talking about some of the cycles of abuse. We talked about some of the stages of trauma bonding to help people, you know, understand and be aware of what they could be in the midst of and not even know it. You might be calling an abusive relationship a loving relationship. And the way that a person does that is it's a mixture in the relationship. It's a mixture that even causes the trauma bonding. So a lot of times in this relationship, it's a lot of highs and lows, but the person, they focus on the good times and they disregard the overwhelming bad times. That's good. So we're just trying to give out some wisdom in that episode, how to Mm -hmm. recognize toxic relationships, how Mm -hmm. to understand some of the signs of abusive relationships. I know a couple of the stages of trauma bonding. One thing we talked about is love bombing. Yep. We talked about love bombing. And what I think love bombing is, is just a person being overly affectionate towards you. They move very fast, very aggressive, because what they want to do is to lock you in. They want to lock you in Mm -hmm. quick. Before you have time to use your relational intelligence, they want to lock you in. And everything starts out so beautiful. It starts out over the top. And there are some legit relationships that express this kind of care and giving. And it's on the up and up. But you just have to know and discern, you know, is this 
genuine? Am I being lured? Am I being preyed upon in this situation? So it's just some insightful information just to give you some alert to be on the lookout for these things. And a lot of times when you get in these type of trauma bonding relationships, there's a lot of what they call gaslighting. Yeah. I don't know if you know anything about gaslighting, Dreesy, but in a simple way to put it, it's actually mind games. Mm-hmm. It's mind games. It's someone trying to get you to doubt yourself, begin to just doubt yourself over and over, make it seem like you can't even trust your own thoughts, your own reasoning. It's a person who's trying to make you feel like you're insane. So that's a lot of what gaslighting is about. It's mind games. When you bring up gaslighting and love bombing, all of those things fall under the narcissism umbrella. So very much so narcissistic behaviors. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of times abusers, when we see, you know, in, uh, classic abusers or, or just those common and typical behaviors of abusers, they do align a lot with narcissistic behaviors for sure. Yes, ma'am. So now we talked about transfer trauma and how trauma can transfer, you know, in families. I remember I gave the example of a family. I gave an example for my coachee about just some things that happened in her family about sexual assault. And then when she looked back, it was actually her mom and her grandmother. And it was almost as if her grandmother was trying to push onto her how she dealt with it. And it was like, well, every it happens to everybody or I overcame it. And so just really looking at how trauma can be transferred from person to person within families amongst those different generations. And sometimes why we see families acting the same, right? Same behavior, same attitude, same mindset, same life challenges. And so we have to be careful, you know, what we are pouring into the next generation, whether they're in our family, whether they're outside of our family, because transferred trauma is real. And we're using family as an example, of course, but this can be outside of family as well. I think I gave an example of just the fear of frogs Mm -hmm. and how that I saw my mom fearful of frogs. We sat in the car until the frog would hop on off. Next thing you know, I have grown up kind of, you know, fearful of frogs, but her grandmother was fearful of frogs. So I just gave that example of even how fears can be passed down as well. Same thing. Traumas can be as well. So that transferred trauma is a huge, huge, huge deal. And so just for us to be mindful, whether we're parents, whether we're aunts, uncles, cousins, siblings, to be mindful what we say to each other. All right, Dreesy. And what we're calling transferred trauma is actually called transgenerational trauma. Mm -hmm. And all it is, is unresolved issues. From generation to generation, unresolved issues. We talked about that too, how some stuff can start in the womb. That's right. That's right. So, you know, a lot of times when parents or a mother is on drugs, it passes right down to the baby. Right. It's in the DNA. It's in the bloodstream. So a lot of times people are dealing with trauma And they don't even know how they got it or why they're experiencing what they're experiencing. It's something that you didn't just wake up like this. It was actually inherited trauma. Yeah. So the good thing about being aware is you can change things. You can, like you say, learn and unlearn certain things when it comes to your family. A lot of times it goes a little bit deeper than that. 
But a lot of times, if you're just aware of certain things and you see certain patterns in your family that are not healthy or that you don't want to be a part of, you can do something different Mm -hmm. or you can reach out and get the help that you need instead of pushing traumatic issues under the rug. You can actually get the help that you need to turn this thing around for you and the rest of your family. Absolutely. So just really shining that light and awareness for people to know like, hey, you don't have to be the one to continue to transfer these unresolved issues. So I thought that that was very powerful. And then next we talked about blame it on the trauma. So you may have heard in the earlier episode, will I allow our beauty for ashes to go to Miss Moni and her daughter? This is the episode where we heard of that story about what Miss Moni shared between just her and her daughter during the episode of Blame It on the Trauma. So Miss Moni, if you want to catch some people up who weren't able to hear that episode, you want to give us a quick summary of that story? Sure, sure. You know, during the episode, we were talking about just trauma, how trauma affects a lot of us as adults. But a lot of times we don't really take into consideration how trauma affects children. And, you know, we were talking in an episode about how important it is to communicate with your children, how to get them the help that they need. Because when life is going on and we're going through devastating times or challenging times or traumatic times, a lot of times we're just focusing on us and our own survival. Right. Not knowing that this trauma didn't just affect you, it affected everyone around you. So if you went through a health crisis, your family and your children did also. If you lost a loved one, it didn't just affect you. It affected everyone around you. If you have children and you went through a divorce, it didn't just affect you. It affected the children as well. So, you know, a lot of times we leave children to deal with these massive situations alone. And a lot of times they don't even have the coping skills that they need to even process it correctly. Right. Because sometimes it's so devastating, the adults don't even know how to process it. So, you know, I was telling in the episode how when I went through my divorce, it was a very trying time, a very devastating time, a very painful and hurtful time for me. So, you know, I just had sense enough to know that If I'm struggling like this, if I'm hurting like this, so are my children. So I was doing things and putting things in place to get me through this trying time. And I wanted to make sure that my daughter had the same. But it took a little while for things to fall in place. It was even years later that my daughter even opened up to me about how she had been impacted about the divorce. You know, the whole situation kind of just shut her down. Yeah. So I had asked her early on, do we need to go to counseling together? Would you like to go alone? And at that time she said, no. So, you know, I didn't want to force anything on her. I wanted her to come to a place where she was willingly open to that. And um, I offered it to her later. But the most wonderful thing happened because, you know, during this time and during these years in between, I had been praying. And I had been asking God to please come and heal us both to restore our relationship because it was some bumpy 
it just shook the whole household. So things kind of landed in strange places. Yeah. Yeah. So God being who he is, he answered that prayer. And one day my daughter dropped me this letter and not just any letter. I think it was about three miles long. Yes. And she just emptied herself in that letter and she um, forwarded it to me. So I read this letter and I was just amazed and a little bit devastated about what was in the letter, just a little bit hurt about how she was hurting and how she processed things. Mm -hmm. And I gave it a couple of days for me to process that information. And then God gave me the strategy to go talk to her. Mm -hmm. So he had opened the door and opened her heart and brought enough healing up to that point that we could conversate about that letter um, line upon line. So it was just a good thing. And, um, you know, I knew I had began to heal and move on and I didn't want anybody left behind. I love that. So, you know, consider that when it comes to your children, consider that when it comes to your family, they are hurting just like you are hurting or just like you were hurting and they just need some help. They need your assistance to come along and be okay too. So that's some of the things that we shared and blame it on the trauma. Yeah, that's a beautiful story. And so that is why Miss Moni is getting Beauty for Ashes for this go round for our June episodes. So you all were able to hear that story again and listen to a little bit more about the beautiful story and the beautiful outcome there. So I do remember a part of that Blame It on the Trauma episode, I talked a little bit about victim mindset and what that looked like. And so for people who have gone through traumatic situations, sometimes unknowingly, you can begin to adopt a victim mindset. And so we just talked about a little bit of what that looks like. And you may feel hopeless or you may feel like, oh man, bad things always happen to me or you know, just really staying in that victim mindset. But it's so important that you come out of that, even if you got to crawl your way out of that, because trauma can change your mindset. It can change your mentality. And so there can be a lot of ways that you're operating that you don't even realize it. And so just like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, we don't want to be victims, but we also want to be victors. And so just a reminder, For anyone who may feel as though they may be dealing with a victim mindset and they're on their way out or they're trying to figure out how to get out, I do invite you to listen to the episode, Blame It on the Trauma, because it talks a little bit about that as well. Lastly, Ms. Moni, for our trauma series, we talked about when trauma collides. We talked about when trauma collides, and I broke down this definition of the word collide and what that means. And then I also brought up the trauma responses, which we've talked about quite a bit in our episodes for here and there. But I brought that back up again because, you know, when we talk about trauma responses, we talk about flight and freeze and fight and fawn and all of these different responses. And so a lot of people's trauma responses are different. We've talked about how two people can go through the same experience, but may have a different trauma response. But now imagine two people coming together who have had different experiences. Maybe they have different trauma responses. Maybe somebody's is fight, somebody else's is freeze, somebody else is flight, somebody else's is fawn. And so we are colliding, right? We're crashing, we're colliding. And so we were just shining a light on what that looks like, what that sounds like. And we used ourselves as an example. We used two different instances within our 
time as podcast partners where our traumas collide. And Ms. Money, I think that an episode like this is so very important because we are all on planet Earth together and we got to know how to interact with one another, right? How to work effectively, how to interact with one another, how to live with each other. And so that's just so important that we understand that, hey, trauma can collide. So if you're scratching your head wondering what is going on, it could possibly mean that you all's traumas are running into each other. That's right. That's right. And um, all it is, is like Dreesy just said, two people may not be completely healed yet. They may be in the healing process. So until a person is whole again or healthy again, they might be a little off. They might process things a little different. They might say certain things or they might have certain behaviors that may be just a little bit off. But if you would just like be patient and have compassion towards that person, especially if you know their story or if you know their backstory, you know that they are trying to get to a healthy place and they might have some struggles here or there. So, you know, we was just calling on having compassion towards each other. Yeah. And how to maintain valuable relationships in the midst of trauma. Absolutely. That's a big one. That's a big one. Because, you know, we were talking about when trauma collides with transferred trauma. And it's like, you don't just want to just be cutting people off just to cut people off. Like some relationships are connections that you should have. And so learning and knowing how to interact with each other and learn about each other's trauma. That's where that vulnerability and that transparency comes in when it's appropriate. You know, it can help us all to interact effectively with each other. And as I was just reflecting on the trauma series from April, Miss Moni, I jotted down a few things and I said, trauma speaks more than we think it does. All we have to do is watch and observe, Miss Moni, and we can probably at some point pick up on the trauma of a person if they have it, right? So it reminded me of that book, What Happened to You, right? What Mm -hmm. happened to you? Because we've all had challenging moments. We've all had things that maybe have almost took our breath away or were just challenging. And so some of that residue can carry on. And so it's we have to be mindful of what we need to heal from. We have to be mindful of the residue that we may still be carrying. And then we also have to be mindful about those things to other people and just to keep in mind what happened to them and Mm -hmm. to love on people, right? And to not just push people away or push people off or label them something that they're not. I think a few episodes, like way at the beginning, Miss Moni, we talked about labeling people, like if it's drama queen or if it's laziness, but what if it's trauma, you know? And so just reminding us about that and not just labeling the person, but going beyond the surface and realizing that, hey, this person may have some unhealed trauma. And so hopefully that series helped with just making us all aware and mindful of how we treat each other. Yeah, that's good, Dreesy. And um, even when you mentioned that title, if you say it like that, and if you ask that question, it even brings on compassion. Instead of asking the question, what's wrong with you? No, this person is just not like this to be like this. What actually happened to you? Right. So it it really makes room for compassion, that question. I love it. I agree. And so we want you all to know that we're overcoming. And you can too. 
Thank you for joining us this week on Through the Fire Podcast. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Through the Fire Podcast. You can also connect with Montez at The Poetic INSP and on Facebook as Montez Dove. You can connect with Cedricia on Instagram and Facebook at Cedricia Thomas. Be sure to subscribe to the show to catch new episodes every Thursday and leave us a comment or review. Thank you for listening and see you next week.